Good evening, folks. Good evening. Good evening, men, women, all my audience. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Cotton's Live. Today I have um, a special guest. He's been on the show. Uh, I've been on his show before. He's the founder of Coops Concessions and a dear friend of mine that's going to assist me on talking about this really, really amazing topic. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Darren Cooper. What's going on? Yeah. What's going on, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Coop? What's Thank going on, everyone? It's your boy Coop here. This is, this is not Coop's Concessions. This is uh, Cotton's Live, but I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to uh, to, to share this uh, this barbershop talk with you. Hey, man, listen. I'm happy to have you on the segment. You know, it's been a minute, right? You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we did this. Normally, we did part one, part two. We did. Back to back. Back to back. Back to back. Like Jordan ninety six ninety seven. Like, like the three feet. Back to back. You know what I mean? Yes, no. <laughs> All right. So once again, man, Coop, uh, Coop, thanks again for taking the time, you know, um, to come on my show and talk about this great topic. Whatever I can do to help, man. Yeah. Well, let's just dive right into it, man. Um, as you know, guys, we had the part one where we did our top 10 basketball movies. So, you know, today we're going to we have a part 2 that we've been talking about and the title we're going to be comparing eras. So we're comparing, you know, the 90s era versus today's NBA. Yeah. Uh we also are going to take a look at 90s fashion, today's fashion, and just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, just have a normal barbershop talk. You know how the fellas do when we get you, you go in there, get your hair cut. Who's the greatest player of all time? Yeah. You know, and then you hear LeBron, then you hear Jordan, then you hear Kobe, and it's just, you know, yeah. the normal yeah, stuff. Yeah, average barbershop talk. My barber talks a little too much, personally. But <laughs> <laughs> I think so, sometimes a lot of them, uh, you know, they take over the, the actual, like, chair, you know? Oh, yeah? Yeah, the ones I've seen, <laughs> like, the one barbers that just won't be quiet. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> anyway, um, so... So tell me, I mean, for for you, Coop, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you you being a basketball fan, uh, me being a basketball fan. I actually I started watching the NBA in the nineties, really, yeah. um, like when I was six, seven years old. So like ninety six, ninety seven. So mm-hmm. I saw like the peak, you know, the last part of Jordan's career. You know. Yeah. What was your favorite part about? About nineties basketball that you like? Um, or uh, yeah, I didn't really uh, get into the actual sport until later, but still the culture was there. You know, you you obviously you know a kid in the nineties. There's no way you're not hearing about Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? It's almost you go on every commercial, every channel. <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it was it was pretty much everywhere. So you know, I guess the um, I I love to play basketball uh, uh, so much, and you know, mm-hmm. bringing into like the whole video games and. You know, the styles, the shoes, all that. You know, I wasn't, like, the most fundamental, you know, a uh, guy. Or I didn't watch all the games. But, like, you couldn't escape. You, you really just couldn't escape basketball. You couldn't. It was everywhere. Yeah. It was everywhere, you know. And it, and I feel like the NBA around that time was just a uh, a big man's league. You know? Yeah, definitely. Like, you had a lot of great bigs, too. You know, mm-hmm. you had Patrick Ewan. You had uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. David Robinson, the Admiral. Charles Barkley, Shaq, Shaq you know, <laughs> and and nobody like let's 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 stop at Shaq for a minute. Nobody had ever ever seen a specimen like him 
when he came in, he came in in uh, 92. Yeah. Yeah, nobody had ever seen somebody like that yeah, who was I, fast. My, my father told me uh, uh, Shaq is probably the most famous basketball player out there. You know, we take away, I mean, you, of course there's skill there, you know, there's, there's talent and everything, but as far as like, uh, as far as fame is concerned, Shaq is probably the most well-known basketball player in in, in history. Oh, uh, yeah, if, if of all time, like yeah. he really made it popular to be in front of the camera. He had the perfect, he had the look. Mm-hmm. You know, he had the personality. Yeah, he was funny. He and was he, funny. He, he did a little bit of everything. And he was yeah. in movies, too. That's true. You know, he was... Terrible he was, movies, but he terror, was... Terrible, yeah, I mean... <laughs> but, I mean, but he started... He, he was the innovator of 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 the superstar actor. Yeah, bring, know, and bringing a celebrity, I guess, to, to, to the court, for real. Right, right. You know, and, it, and it's funny, because we, we talk about, you know, 90s basketball, and, you know, we, we can't talk about 90s without talking about the fashion and the style back then as yeah. well. I mean, high tops, uh, uh, you know, remember those fades when you would have the little... Little yeah, part little, in the frame. <laughs> little part fades, yeah. I never had that, but now nah, I remember. <laughs> um, yeah, like even I think it, the the shoes took off, man, really with Jordan. Yeah, you know, like everyone was wearing yeah. Converse's at the time. Everyone had their own Converse shoe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Jordan, Jordan's uh, he 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 changed the game with his style, with, with just his shoes in general. You know, he did, and, and he re- yeah. Go ahead. No, nah, I mean like uh, I guess. To to some people, uh, Jordan Shoe is like you know the the elite because you know he was just the elite player. You know, he just was. He 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 ran the nineties really. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, like dudes were. That's what I think the the difference is between him and LeBron. Like, don't get me wrong. Like LeBron's an all time great player. I respect him as a man and as a leader. I feel like he's as a leader uh-huh. and just the way he carries mm-hmm. himself on and off the court. I feel like he. Is better in that way than Jordan because I uh, Jordan really didn't get involved in politics or speak his mind or and he was about basketball and winning. Yeah, and even even Jordan's fashion wasn't really any. It was really just his shoes that changed everything. If we're getting into fashion for real, you, you're talking about remember those colored I, shirts? Yeah, yeah. You know, you got color. You got the color shirts and the color Jordans, but like Jordan didn't come to the court. You know, looking fashionable or looking a certain way. It was really just his shoes that kind of started that. Exactly. That didn't really change until I guess Iverson. Yeah, the two thousands. You know yeah, yeah. The Iversons. The... Iversons. Kevin Kevin Garnett. You know, Stephon Marbury. Those are the ones who really tried to bring fashion into uh, the NBA. They did. You they know? did, and they they were the innovators of it. You That's know, true. You got got look at guys now today in today's NBA. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that are fashion uh, uh, gurus. You got. James Harden, yeah. he's always got some new gear. Yeah, Russell Westbrook's Russell always Wa- wearing something weird. Yeah, he's always like he. Yeah, I mean, even <laughs> even LeBron. I remember one year he had on like a a a, a suit, like a a suit with shorts, mm-hmm. like dress pant, like dress shorts. Yeah. Yeah, the press conference. I guess no matter how much money you have, it don't change how you dress or you can't dress. Because <laughs> they be looking crazy, for real. Yeah, they, they really, really do. They really, really do. Mm-hmm. There's a there's another guy in the 90s, too, that um really, really kind of was Steph before Steph. Like Steph Curry. Yeah. Sharif Abdul um, Muhammad. You ever heard of him? No, I didn't know. Yeah, he was like, um, he played with Shaq, actually, at LSU. Hmm. He played with Shaq. Uh, his real name was Chris Christopher Jackson. Okay, and um, he changed his name based off of uh, the religion that he was you know, Muslim uh, okay. religion. It's kind of like Kareem. 
how Kareem did that too. Yep, yep, yep. And and people don't talk enough about Kareem either. Yeah, I mean, for real, longevity. Um, yeah, as far as on paper, Kareem's the best for real. You know, on paper, but like I guess people are so used to I guess the style of Jordan and not even like his fat. Like you just talk about a little bit about his shoes, but the way he played was. It was different, you know? Yeah, it was. He added style to to his consistency of winning, really. Yeah, yeah. No, seriously. And then he stopped the whole, like, he kind of, there was, I mean, so many superstars, you know, in, in the 90s that he stopped from winning rings. I mean, we haven't even gotten to Reggie Miller. We haven't gotten to Steve Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had... Yeah, we haven't gotten to Gary Payton. Everybody on Space Jam. Every everybody. <laughs> that was the most savage. How you, how do you bring how you bring everybody that you done beat in the cha- on a cha- in a uh, championship a series and then just have them on your movie like it's no. <laughs> yeah, man, that was a little. That was pretty crazy. I didn't, you know, at the time I didn't know that. You know right. what I'm saying? I didn't know right. that these, you know, I knew the, who these players were, you know, Charles Barkley and right. Muncie Bowes and all that, but I didn't know that they weren't winning championships. Because of him, you know, at that time, you man, know, <laughs> he just had, I, I don't know, man, I, I like MJ just had like, he just had like that, that will, that crazy, crazy narcissistic will to win. Yeah. Like he was a perfectionist. He was really tough on his teammates. I mean, if anybody hasn't seen the last dance documentary yeah. and just the way sometimes like he talked, he was talking to his teammates like he was there. Like he was their father or something like that. A yeah, lot of he, times he punched Steve Kerr in the face, and he ain't never missed a shot again after. Yeah, I know. <laughs> for real. But see, that leadership style worked for 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 that team because he at the time he was such on another level yeah. that people were kind of like he was kind of like a, a a god to people, I guess. Yeah, you know, and, in, in a way, I mean, it Michael Jordan's uh, I guess his ability or his goat status went. You know, worldwide. You know, when people yeah. compare certain things, they say, "Oh, you're the Michael Jordan of whatever." Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you have that status where people are comparing you in different fields, but using your name. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> Magic Johnson is 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 another one too that a lot of people they were comparing Penny Hardaway to to Magic when Penny first came out. Penny yeah. Hardaway, mm-hmm. he's one of the biggest what ifs of the '90s. Yeah, that's true. Man, like, do you like? If if any of you guys, I'm telling you, any of you new school cats that just started watching LeBron in 2003, y'all need to look up Penny Hardaway. Y'all need to look up yeah. Penny Anthony Hardaway because he was he was the Magic Johnson of the nineties. Penny Penny had that celebrity fame too. He had commercials. Yeah, he had shoe. He had the shoes. Grant Hill to, too. Yeah. yeah, Grant Hill had uh, shoe deals. Scottie Pippen had a few shoe deals as well. Yeah, like uh, I feel like a lot of um, it was it was. It was a little bit. I feel like it was a little bit easier for guys to get like once they hit that certain status. Uh-huh. I feel like it was easier for them to get the endorsements and get their shoes out. Would you say that uh, Jordan made a format in that way, and people just kind of followed it? Not necessarily just being you know the the best or that kind of elite mentality, but just as far as you know following that path of you know just having the shoe and having the endorsement and just. Uh, as far as that's concerned, because he changed all that, really. Yeah, I feel like I feel like he was. I mean, I feel like he he, he said something really interesting on the Last Dance documentary when they were asked when they first started talking about his first shoe deal and everything, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Trust and believe." Like you know, I I he said I built 
you know, that plat um I, I got that started based off of my play and how I got on the court and what and what I showed the fans that I could do yeah. on the court. He was like, if I was only averaging like two or four points a game, I wouldn't dare sign up for it. But it was just that level of, of accountability that I feel like a lot of the other stars today lack. Like a lot of these stars now, they get one or two solid years, and then all of a sudden they want a big contract. You yeah. know, like look at look at um look at Donovan Mitchell. You know, like he's having one of the best seasons of his career, but the year before he was crying about how. He 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 didn't uh, he wasn't making enough money. My dude, the last two three years, you've been bounced out the first or second round of the playoffs. You're not winning. Yeah. And, and and you could say, oh well, Utah is not a big market. Baloney. We're in th- this era of NBA where friends play with friends. You mean to tell me you couldn't? And then all this social media that's out. You need to be able to network. Do you think? Um... What do, you, what do you think the reason was that the 90s players didn't team up the way they're doing now? Because clearly teams now are, are, are coming together. It's too much. To, 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 you know, to make a it's, super team. It was, honestly, I just feel like they were just, a lot of the guys from, the, from that era were just cut from a different cloth. Yeah. It was, it, like, back then you really, really had to work. Things. Yeah, I think the I real, the actual a real super team where like you know it just kind of happened. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it has to be Boston for real, or um, the Lakers too. The Showtime Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah with Magic. Cor- yeah, a lot of the super like. Oh yeah, that was, was way, that was way for us. Yeah, but yeah, 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 but I'm just saying like, <laughs> but, no, like a, but, a- but manage like I feel like back then management really uh, made the decisions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They had a hold of their players. It was kind of you show up to work, you do your job, and you go home. Yeah. Versus now, I feel like LeBron has created this um, this narrative where now a player empowerment. Mm-hmm. You know, when he first moved, when he first went to Miami, nobody had ever heard of somebody making a move like that, like just up yeah. leaving the and team. And it was televised, and, and it was social, tele- we had social media. Exactly. Yeah, I can imagine how social media would have been back in the nineties. A lot of these players would have been canceled. For- <laughs> a lot of these players would have been canceled, fined, thrown out of the league. Yeah, all of that. You know, so I I had a question for you actually. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, how do you think social media has has um, has really like impacted our players uh, um, today? Of just be, I think they feel like that there's a there's always an eye on them. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I'm sure uh, um, athletes felt that way back in the day, you know, because they're constantly being watched on TV. All the time. But, like, you're being watched not only on the court, but you're being watched off the court now, too. People are following, like, literally following you. TikTok, Instagram. Yeah. You just, you you could be caught slipping at any given moment. Yeah. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah, it's crazy. People always want to have a picture, always want to have their phones out. You never know when someone's taking a picture of you. Can Can you imagine if the 90s, if they had caught on Twitter... Jordan punching Kerr in the face. <laughs> can, you, can you hear every print? Can you imagine like if they caught that on on, on tape? Yeah, man, there was a lot of stuff that went on. Like Patrick a lot of these Mooney. '90s players would have been caught cheating. <laughs> <laughs> they were still caught cheating. They were. <laughs> it's just on Instagram now. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, seriously. Technology. Can you imagine that? Man. <laughs> right. 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 
old players probably looking at that now like, oh, y'all dumb. <laughs> <laughs> y'all crazy. Right. All, all these cameras and right. all these phones. <laughs> yeah, nah, but that, I, was, that was out there. That would have been a huge problem for real. <laughs> but, but even look at, look at some of the gripes. Like, for example, um, TNT, you know uh, that, that show that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, the TNT uh, crew, basically with Shaq and yeah, Shaq, Charles Kenny, Barkley, Kenny, yeah. and all them. Yeah, they usually do like the halftime highlights and yeah, you know, which they should be doing live commentary for real, for real. They should. Be. I mean, they should. People be. would pay for that. Like, what? I, I, hope, I hope someone is listening yeah. for real. Because like, if you want like some raw, uncut, like live, like trash talk or like that's. People would Charles, pay. Charles Barkley and Shaq are enough Man, on that show. I'm telling you. They go back and forth. Every basketball game could be a pay-per-view. They never right. Like, nah. people would pay to, right. to just hear that, for real. But even, even you know, the latest comment. Remember we were talking the other day about how Shaq was, like, commenting on the players today and talking about how, you know, he basically called them soft. Yeah. Um, and and one, of the, one of the ways that he critiqued uh, Donovan Mitchell and one of the ways that he's been taught Every era is different. Mm-hmm. The way his era, the way they were taught was, you know, it was about winning. It was about championships. And when you're critiqued, you know, it, it, it was something where you had to have tough skin. You had to take it on the chin and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. He brought up an example of when, when he first got, I think it was on his birthday, his 28th birthday in 2000, the year 2000, he scored 62 against uh, the Clippers. Shaq did. Mm-hmm. I watched that game. And I remember he said he went to Kareem. Um, he went to Kareem. No, Kareem showed up to practice the next day, and Shaq was bragging about that game. And Kareem was like, "Well, honestly, big fella, you know, you're not all that because this is these are some of the deficiencies in your game." Mm-hmm. And he basically kind of like made Shaq feel like smaller than many me, but he took it on the chin and got better. Yeah. Now, do you agree that this new era is a little? The softer than man, they 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 are really sensitive. Ain't no little bit about it. None, none <laughs> of that. They are really soft and sensitive to me. Which is kind of crazy because they seem like the like a lot of these basketball players, especially LeBron James, the huge like football players almost. I know, and they get a small foul and just flop it all over the place. Exactly, <laughs> and it's like and it's like you know when Shaq, when Shaq did make that comment, and you could just see on Donovan, like he told Donovan Mitchell straight to his face, he was like. I just don't think you're championship material. I don't think where your game is at right now that you're championship material. And you could just tell. He said, okay. But you could tell in his face. You could like, read facial expressions. You just tell he was hurt by it. Mm-hmm. No, bro. Like, that's – he has a right to critique your game. You got to look at the source. Yeah. You got to look at the source. He has a, every right to critique your game. You ain't won nothing. Last time I checked, Shaq got four championships. And he three-peated. Yeah. So he knows a little bit about winning. Last time I checked, these new these new guys, and I feel like the um, it, there's there's deficiencies with the older guys too. They get so caught up in in what what it was then in their time in their time that they can't adapt to what is going on now. So I feel like on both ends, you know, both both parties need to make improvements. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but uh, with this new era of basketball, it seems like it's less about um, it's it's. Even some some of these kids who watch you know basketball, they play differently too. I see my even the way my little brother plays. Like everyone's trying to hit threes now. Everyone's trying to you know, you know who brought Steph. that Steph. Oh, Steph, yeah, for real. Hey, you hey, see I'm, three? Calling, I'm calling it now, bro. Steph is MVP. <laughs> I'm gonna say I, I could be wrong, but like, there's nah, did you see that? Nah, that you saw, <laughs> you saw that that three hit from the look. 
the way he shoots the three ball, it's like he shoots a layup. Now let me tell you how. Yeah, he he shot that three from the uh, from the logo, and Dame was looking at him like, "Oh, okay." They were on the same team. <laughs> exactly. They were, they were on the same <laughs> team, but it was like they were they were trying to play each other for real. <laughs> That was pretty crazy, and it was it was it was good to see um, the last All Star game. Yeah, uh, LeBron and uh, Steph played together. You know that that was awesome. To he, see. he probably felt good to pass the ball. To Steph. I know, right? <laughs> he ain't never been so happy about an assistant. <laughs> Man, no, but um, yeah, yeah, like this new era is all about, I guess, shots, floaters, yes, threes, threes step backs, step backs, yeah, crossovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 more it's more so about the three point shot now. Oh yeah, definitely. Steph really changed the game, man. He really, really did. Because when he first came out of Davidson, the scouting report on him was, oh, they really pretty much thought he was just going to be like a spot up shooter. Yeah. Because I mean, if you look at his build, if, if coming out of Davidson, right, he was what, what maybe barely six feet, maybe one fifty, one forty, real mm-hmm. scrawny, and then the NBA at that time was loaded with great point guards. Loaded. Yeah. You had Baron Davis. Chris Paul. You had Chris Paul. You had uh, Allen Iverson, who was still in the league at the time. You know, you had a lot, a lot of great. Derrick Rose. A lot of great point guards yeah. that were coming up. Prime Derrick Rose. Prime Derrick Rose at that. Derrick Rose yeah, at that. <laughs> you know, so it, it, he had a lot. He had a lot on uh, that was riding against him. And for him to just, he made it possible for any other kid that's out here that's not athletic, that's not the quickest, that's not the fastest. But if you can shoot and you can get to your spot, that's it. That's it. Yeah, for that's real. all Steph really – if you really look at Steph, he's not like lightning fast, but he's deceptively quick. Mm-hmm. He can lull you to sleep to where if you're defending him and he do a little hesitation, you put your hand down for one second. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Even if your hand's in his face, it kind of doesn't really matter. Don't real. matter. It really doesn't. It don't matter. You saw what happened yeah, in a three-point contest. Yeah, that's pretty – nah, between the three-point contest and the all-star game – yeah, I don't. Yeah, this, this, he's not human, you know. Like that doesn't. It don't make any sense for he him to drop shots the way that he does. And it's like it's it's never a backboard shot. It's it never. never like goes around the rim. It's never. It just goes straight in. Unlike yeah, unlike crazy. Giannis, you know, you've been in the league eight years, no jump shots. Hey, but you gotta but get to Giannis. But. <laughs> he has not improved his game at all. He literally is the same player. <laughs> and all and all you have to do if I'm a coach and I'm defending him, I'm putting four. I already know what to do. Keep him out the paint. If Giannis can hit, can kill me hitting threes, and he he beats me that way, mm-hmm. they deserve to win. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I'm playing. He ain't getting nowhere near that paint. Nah, bro, you are gonna have to shoot your way out of this. All right. So I guess the question: um, What's your favorite era then? The nineties. 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 90s. Yeah. I think this I just think this era is just it's too much fraternizing, too much like super teams trying to be built. And there's there's really no fire for competition anymore. I, I think did. social media changed the whole yeah. super team thing too because you were able to see what people wanted and they, they kind of gave people what they wanted. You and know, play, they and wanted they wanted teams to have like be like all-star teams for real. Yeah. Yeah, and then and players have more of a voice now. That's you true. Know, they, the players can force their way out of contracts and go up, go to other teams. You couldn't do that in That's the nineties. Like all that stuff that we saw in um, the last dance with, with with Pippen and you know people's contracts and everything. Man, like did. we didn't we didn't know that back then. No, not at all. Adults didn't know that either. I mean, you didn't you didn't have that floating all over online, Twitter, and things like that. You know, but um, I, I'm I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I mean, I'm a, I'm a uh, dis 
I just disagree. But I'm gonna say that I like this era a little bit better. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Jordan is Jordan, and will always be Jordan. But like, it's it's good to see. I I, I guess a little bit of different kind of competition that you have in in, in this era. You know, just like you, sense. you you told me, um, Jordan definitely stopped a lot of people, but LeBron definitely has more competition. Oh yeah, no, no doubt, no, no. no. Mm-hmm. If we if we talking competition, LeBron's LeBron's path to the championship is yeah, like, and, and, and the guys he's faced have definitely been more competition. Than yeah, Jordan, and maybe right? and maybe I'm a I guess it's weird to say maybe I'm a little young because I didn't see all these <laughs> '90s games and everything, but at the same time, it's like seeing these games, seeing seeing LeBron run down a court to to block mm-hmm. a shot from <laughs> from like half. From half court, but look that, at him. that chase down, like seeing stuff like that, like I don't know. That's I'm talking about in 2016, yeah, the man. finals. He yeah. was nowhere in the plays. <laughs> seeing stuff like that today, like or, or then, like it's it's crazy. I didn't see that in the 90s. I didn't see that a lot, man. But no, nah, it, it another thing too, you know, is to to piggyback off of that LeBron statement, the evolution of sports medicine and, and health. You know, like like that. That's one thing that. This era has is better at than the nineties. Like, just staying the, healthy. The, staying healthy. There's more. There's more like resources. Yeah. For for because in the nineties you really didn't have you didn't have online you didn't have none of that like you pretty much had to stick with your trainer have your trainer tell you what to eat what not to eat you know now you got players that make their own workout and make um that can, you can go on YouTube and find out find workouts. You can go on YouTube find different recipes for healthy healthy eating. Yeah, you're right. Like People it, take care of themselves a lot more. A than lot more. Than. All right, last question, air yeah. question, right? Yeah. Thanks we're going to wrap this up. Space Jam 90s or this new Space Jam is good. <laughs> to be continued, bro. To be continued cuz let me tell you something. That Space Jam LeBron got some big shoes to fill, man. He got some big Big shoes to fill. As far as acting, no. But as far as like... <laughs> and even Britt Brit even said one time when we were watching the Lakers play the Celtics and he was playing all... He was having an off game. Mm-hmm. Britt was like, what LeBron is this? What, is he on vacation? Like, remember Britt? Jordan should stick to the sports because that acting... Yeah. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> the acting yeah, did not make the movie. <laughs> yeah. There was no facial expression or anything. None. <laughs> yeah. How you get sucked into a whole world of like, cartoons? Like, You'd be like, Bugs Bunny, that's not you. Like, You'd be a little yeah, scared, right? wouldn't you? <laughs> I know, right? He just was too serious. He just had a facelift. He was Right. It turned him into a ball. He was like, all right, I had enough. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Like serious face, <laughs> right. <the> old movie. <laughs> but as a kid, you didn't pay attention. Yeah, to that, you didn't know, you know that as a kid. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I tell you, the evolution, man, the evolution of the game, just evolution of um, just everything about it. Just even with the fashion, like just yeah, everything. Yeah, Iverson changed that though. I would, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna say Iverson changed the entire fashion scene in the NBA. Absolutely, you know, with the just, chains and the t-shirts. Yeah, like he he was he was coming to the games like he was uh, fresh off a, a music video or something, you know. And then I guess the, the NBA had enough of that, you know. <laughs> they were like, "Nah, suit up, yeah. y'all need suits." Remember that practice rant he went on? Yeah. Hey, we talking about practice, man. <laughs> not a game, not a game, not the one that I go out there and die for. 
that I get all banged up for. Not the ones that score 30 I'm, points yeah, a game. Yeah, the ones 30 points a game. Practice. We over hey, here. Was he wrong? Right. He was an MVP. He was like, we sitting up here. I'm the MVP. I'm the franchise player. And y'all want to talk about practice. We're talking about practice, man. He wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. <laughs> he was just, I remember because that was what, 2001? How old was I then? I was, what, 11 years old? <laughs> and I remember when I remember when they brought him on there and the whole thing happened. Okay. Yeah. So anyway. Um yeah, so that's nineties versus the er, the generation this, this new era, yeah. This new era. <laughs> you know, that once again, man, interesting talk, great barbershop talk. You know what hey, I mean? that's, no, hey, thank that's you. Any day. And that's stuff we talk about on a daily basis. Yeah, you thank know? you for having me on. I appreciate it, man. Of course, of course, man. I want to thank everybody on the audience. I'm going to share this on Facebook once everything, all the editing and everything is done. Uh, and I want to thank you for coming on another segment on Cotton's Live. We got pot, part two podcast, Barbershop Talk, Mr. Coop. Hey, thank you guys for, uh, for thank you for having me here. Thank you guys for listening. Um, as always, you can find me at Coops Concessions. Coops Concessions, baby. Coops Concessions podcast. That's pretty much uh, almost anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Um, just type in the name C O O P C O N. We know what you mean, bro. We know what you mean. All right, that's your boy Coop, and this is your boy Mr. Cotton on Cotton's Live. We out. Peace. <laughs>